This is the Grouse House Podcast. September 18. Four teams remain. Pills still to be bounced. Let's cut the bullshit and bounce that hill. Hey, happy Monday, everyone. It's the Footy with Broden Kelly, a weekly or a multi-weekly football mm. podcast prod- brought to you by Broden Kelly, uh, one of the members of comedy group Auntie Donna and star of uh, Coles Mastercard ads in 2013. Mm. Alongside me is Tom. Tom works at Coles. He loves, also a lover of pills. He is an award-winning film composer and uh, has just told me off camera that he had another sugary drink, a yeah. sugary milk drink, and he's mad at himself. Yeah. Uh, we are coming to you live from Bristol, mm. England. Uh, we've just arrived in this country again. We were in Dublin uh, not three or four hours ago. Yeah. We performed two shows yesterday in Dublin, Ireland. Uh, the, the place... In many ways, it was the homecoming of Broden Kelly. Yeah. That to my people, in front of my people, I learned some Gaelic. Uh, uh, would you like to hear some? Yeah, I'd love to hear some. Dear Gwich Thomas. Oh, yeah. Which is, you know, um, uh, mate, you know, hello. You were certainly perked up. What do you give Ireland as a country out of 10? So, I think I saw... One street in Ireland, perhaps? That's true. We were in the hotel and then we went to the show and did, stayed in a venue for a, the Olympia. Yeah. A great historical Dublin venue. And then we went home. Yeah. So I was in the Olympia for 15 hours. Yes. And then I was in my hotel the rest of the time. But I'll tell you what I did notice, Braden. Less yeah. about the place, which seemed gorgeous and much more, a, a much better comfortable temperature for full, me. Full of history. I'd say the people are overwhelmingly nicer than in the UK. No, you see why Australia's got such great histories because they sent a bunch of Irish people down there in, in you know, the 1800s. Yeah. And uh, we're, we're just better than English people in every way. Yeah. We're sitting here in Bristol now and you look out the window and you just go, I see why these idiots... Yeah keep taking other people's <laughs> land because if I lived here yeah I'd want to leave this shithole as soon as possible <laughs> who chooses like who lives here and is happy the place as a whole is like England is 5 out of yeah. 10 at best on everything right turn on the TV it's all fucking shit yeah you turn on the sport it's shit the weather is a 0 out of 10 the food is a minus 9 out the, of 10 the food this is the worst food I've had anywhere in the world this trip it doesn't excuse it but it explains why they go well we gotta take India yeah we gotta take Australia we gotta take America we gotta take all these places because where we are what we've been dealt mm. is the worst one. I, I only have two rebuttals. That's probably why the Queen fucking offed herself is because <laughs> she was like, I hate this country. Yeah, sure. No, two rebuttals are... Too, too much? One, the ground to be very fertile and green. Yeah. That is beautiful. But then what's the other thing you need for fertility, Tom? Uh, you need wetness. You yeah, need, you need... Well, you've got a lot of rain here, yeah. Yeah, you need wetness, but you also need sun. You need sun. The other thing is I find this country... UK, extremely beautiful, but it doesn't really make up for the awful people and the awful food. Do you want to hear my impersonation of trying to get a car in this country? Yes. Where are you? Yeah, they what are you doing? They don't show up. 
Oh, what? 20 minutes? Nah, fuck yeah. Do you want me to do my impression of getting a car in Dublin? Yeah. Oh, hello there, Tom. I've just uh, yeah. arrived 20 minutes early. I'm just waiting out the front. Oh, oh, do you want me to hustle and get down there? Oh, no, take your time. No worries. Yeah, exactly. That's, That's the, the difference. Small. Yeah, they're, they're, England's all fucked up. <laughs> and um, it's probably good for the EU that they left. Strong way to start. Yeah. But uh, let's we love cr- our English listeners. Yeah, no, no we don't. <laughs> no, we do. Um, let's crack in. Sure. With a bit of footy chalky dusting. We're going to start on, we could talk, there's, there's there's a lot of talk about finals to come because it's a huge week of football and so sure. many great football stories and some tragic ones. Yeah. Don't worry, folks, I will talk about Melbourne. You can give it to me. But <laughs> firstly, let me talk Let me talk to you about an, a football, an AFL icon that is as big as it comes. Now, Thomas, what do you know about the late, great Ronald Dale Barassi? I'm glad you brought this up, Braden, because... In the most sensitive way possible, I would like to uh, posit the question, Yeah, what's the big deal? Because all <laughs> I've seen is the resume. Yeah. And the resume, six uh, six premierships, amazing. But not a lot of games, didn't coach for that Let long. Me tell you, so Tim. I'd love to hear about what made him special. Well, I'm going to talk to our audience through you about who Ron Barassi was, yeah. the, the, the AFL icon, as big as it gets. There'd be other names you could probably were equal with him, but no one probably ahead of him. Yeah. In Ronald Dale Barassi. Boy, golly, let me tell you about Ronald Dale. So, firstly, Italian. Oh, right. Right? Did like you know Christian. Barassi? Oh, right. So this is in the this is in the, you know, 30s and 40s he was born. Be Barassi. That's a funny thing. We are just a really quick aside, Broden. Yeah. We were in a taxi this morning talking to an Irish um, taxi driver. That's true. And Broden was like, who are the Irish AFL players? Because we were talking to him about AFL. Yeah. And I was like, Arasio oh, Fantasia. When you <laughs> said that in the taxi, I was like, <laughs> if, if anyone... Uh, there's no way that anyone's recording this, but this will make it to the footy with Broden subreddit. It's in, a, in, a, in an Irish taxi, you said that Arazio Vantasia. I don't know why. I just thought. Fantasia. I just thought it was a. And I just thought he was Irish. And I thought he went back to Ireland for a year, but that must have been Conor McKenna. Yeah, Conor McKenna. Yeah, he was. Oh, back. who was the Irish person who played for Essendon and went home for a year? Conor McKenna. Oh, is that Conor McKenna? I, I thought it was Arazio Fantasia. I think it's Conor McKenna. He's the one who was COVID and then cracked the shits and left. Yeah, I think so. Anyway, Ronald Dale, right? Yeah. So Ron was junior. Ron Barassi was uh, Ron Barassi Jr. His father, Ron Barassi Sr., played for Melbourne as well and was a great player for the Melbourne Football Club. Yeah. And so in... He went off to, as a lot of football players did in the the Second World War, went off to fight in World War II. Sure. And so I believe they even put football on hold for a lot of the war years. I'm not well, quite sure. All, all of them would have been conscripted, right? They yeah, a lot of them. Yeah. A lot of them were. Yeah. Not, not, no, that, we, we didn't. Do you conscript? AFL. Well, yeah, what am I talking about? Australia, yeah. for World War One or Two, didn't conscript. Right, I thought that didn't, we did. Didn't need to. Yeah, right. We had that many just signing out. Yep. Yep. Uh, I think Vietnam's different though. Yeah. And okay. he, so he, his father died in... To Brook, which is one of the main areas where Anzac soldiers fought during World War Two, and they were uh, they were locked down somewhere in North Africa, Europe, mm. in an area called Tobruk, I think. Yeah. And the uh, Nazis, 
I think, or whoever their allies were, the Italians as well, I think. Yeah, yeah. Called them the rats of Tobruk because they were, they were so hard to uh, beat. They were so bogged down and unable to beat them. They started calling them the rats of Tobruk. I've and they, heard that phrase. And they before. heard that and they took that on and said, fuck yeah, we're the rats of Tobruk. Yeah, so a right. little bit of history. But he was killed in World War II. Sure. So very early on, uh, Ron lost his dad. And he was desperate to play for Melbourne like his dad. Mm. And didn't wasn't actually in the right zone the way the VFL was set up at the time he was he would have had to have played for Collingwood I think oh no or another team yeah and so I believe with understanding and everything he was at the front of making the father-son rule the, exist yeah right so he wasn't the first to be a father-son draft pick or, 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 a, or a you know a recruit yeah but He's kind of the main reason that the father-son exists. There's your number one thing that he did. Sure. So the reason you see Dacosses or you see uh, Darcy Moore or you Gary see- Gary Ablett. Todd Viney or who else we got? Gary Ablett. Gary, Gary Ablett Jr. The re- yeah. reason you see them running around for your club, Ronald Dale. He was involved in 17 grand finals. Oh, wow. He won 10 of them. So six, I believe, was with Melbourne. Yeah. And then in his last year- he uh, cracked the shits because... So what happened, right, is Ron Barassi in the 40s and 50s ended up living with mm. the coach of Melbourne okay. who happened to be a guy they called the Red Fox, Tom. Yeah. And he was a man called Norm Smith. And oh, he is know, now, yeah. to this day, considered the greatest coach to ever coach. Sure. In that era as well, just absolutely dominated. And he was treated so poorly by the Melbourne Football Club that it created a curse that lasted until 2021. Yeah. Just an entitled rich bunch of asshole board members sacked him yeah. and ruined one of the great runs. We were the most decorated club. To the reason, like to the point now where we still have 13 flags. Yeah. Despite yeah, the fact yeah, we yeah. haven't won one since the since the, we hadn't won one since 1963 or 4 or whatever it was. Anyway, he lived with him mm. and was raised by so he comes out of this great lineage of football players. He was raised by the greatest coach. He lived in his back back house yep. and ended up being the greatest, you know, great player for the um, for the Melbourne Football Club. And in his last year, became the player coach for Carlton Football Club. Yeah, right. So he jumped out. And in that time, that was never done. Yeah, so yeah. you know, big recruiting and stuff. He's also a huge part of that. As a coach over there, he won two flags with them and then threw out and then, and then went out into, he coached them for a while and then became kind of a champion of just coaching teams and became this iconic coach. Here's my favorite quote from Ron Barassi. There's this great documentary from 1979. After Carlton, he went and coached North Melbourne uh, Kangaroos. Oh, right. And uh, I don't think you want to flag with him, but it's also a great moment as well because I think he's the reason. Coaches used to stand on the sidelines and he's like, I need to see higher. Yeah. So he's the reason that they created coach boxes. Right, right. And he's as they were in that time, he was an almighty sprayer. But there was this documentary made in 1979 uh, of the preseason of the North Melbourne Football Club. And I, this is something for you, Tom, because you want to get into exercise every day, yeah? Mm. And this is to anyone listening at home about, oh, I don't have time to run. Yeah. This is him talking to the North Melbourne Kangaroos in 1979. Think about what I said about jogging Saturday and Sunday. Just there you a go. jog like, God, Just if a you jog. can't spare, mm. as I said about Snake, if you can't spare half an hour, you should look at yourselves as people, how disorganised you've got to be. <laughs> Well, you must be. You know the old saying, you ask? If you want something done, you ask a busy man. That's about right. That's right. Mm. You blokes only take half an hour. You only need to do a mile and a half for a little clip. little clip. 
That's how the good players last. And these days in football, you can last a lot longer than you used to. Last two or three years longer. And if you're any good, that might be 50,000 extra bucks if you're thinking along the money lines, which I hope you're not. Just because in the ages from 17 to 27, you'd build up a beautiful reservoir and a beautiful habit of daily running. Too late for you, Tom. And we all know it's how much sad. running plays a part in today's football. It's, it's impossible without it. Bloody yeah. go, Tom. So, uh, what else? I like that quote. I actually say that all the time. If you, if you, um, if you want a job done, ask a busy man. Mm. Do you know what's sad though, as well? Right? Is that whole general? In some ways, it's sad. That whole generation of men who talk like that. I, I miss that shit. There's, he sounds like my all my grandfathers and all the old blokes I used to work at the MCG with. Yeah, his accent's way stronger than I... He's sick. Like, you know what I mean? We have lost a bit of that. You don't hear people talking like that anymore. No, I know. There's another good bit as well. There's a great... Do you know what happened? In like the mid-2000s, mm. um, at QV in the city, yeah. you know QV? Yeah. Where fitness first is now. You know how when you look up at QV, there's like a gym looking out? Yeah. That whole level used to be... Um, the AFL world, which yeah, was right. a which was an immersive like theme park <laughs> where you could go and do AFL stuff, and they had this immersive experience where you uh, would get revved up by AFL coaches from the past. Oh right! So it was Tommy Hafey, Ron Barassi, um, Kennedy, and Alan Alan Jeans, right? And they'd rev you up. Here's a little bit of it. I could have my time all over again. What you got to do if you're going to win this game today? Bloody oath. Not only you got to play it moment by moment. It's Kennedy. Contest by contest. Quarter by quarter. And regardless of what the scores is, do not accept what's going on. Bring it onto the ground. It's Ron. Don't have it here in theory or words from my mouth. Take it out there. Just do something. Don't so, think about it all. That's Lord. Kennedy. Just do something. And let's win this match. When the That's Alan James. Come, mm. Lead by example. Lift yourself and win the contest. That will win the game. Brick wall every shit. Every game there is going to be a crossroad, and when you get to that crossroad, Tom, you either step up or you step down. It is an entitled all up to you. You make the decision, not me. Bloody oath. And that's what. That's all. Those old blokes are gone. Mm. Um, but no, good. I missed the language. Yes. I missed the rev up. Uh, so then Ron did that. Uh, he coached North, Carlton, Melbourne, and then went into retirement. But then what was happening is the AFL expanded and became the AFL yeah. with the Sydney Swans, South Melbourne becoming the Sydney Swans. And early on, Swans were cooked. They were going to yeah, die. Yeah, and they yeah, were getting yeah. pumped, pumped, pumped. So they pleaded with Ron to come in and coach them. Mm. And essentially, they were the worst team, unable to win a game. And he got the, he put lifeblood back into them and kept them alive. Yeah. So Ronnie was the absolute superstar. Um, he's also a huge part. Of, he was when he was coaching Melbourne. He said, "Let's go to Ireland." Funnily enough, it's recording this from up here, he yep. said he built the Gaelic recruitments model. Yeah, right. So he he was he didn't do it himself, but he was huge in getting Jim Steins and a guy called Sean White over to play for Melbourne. And now most teams have an Irish player. He's one of those guys, and there's a few of them where they are great coaches and great players in their own right. But alongside that were just the reason that football kept building. And there was a period there where AFL... The reason AFL is the number one sport in the country now is because of him, because in that period, he was right at the front of championing it. And, uh, yeah, 
So the talk is a lot of people are saying make the Premiership Cup the Ron Barassi Cup. Yeah, I'm surprised it didn't have a name already, to be honest. And then there's other ones saying, you know, name a stand after him, name a thing in sure. the city. Yeah. That there was a them I'm up for it, but I go for Melbourne, right? But I think if you're a Carlton Swans and North fan, you might be on board with it too. But even if you're just a, a fan of football, you live through this era, I think there's genuinely just no argument. A lot of people saying it's just Vic bias. The reason it's the AFL is because of guys like this, mm. and uh, you just got to uh, you got to cop it, I reckon. Yeah. I, my vote is make it the Ron Barassi Cup. Okay. Good bloke, and I was glad that Melbourne got a flag for him. Yes. Another thing, just hit that. Stick. We're driving through um, Dublin this morning, and we mm. went. The taxi driver John, lovely yeah. Irish fellow, said to us, "That over there is Croke Park." Yes. Did you see? When were you listening? Yeah, I was listening. And that's cro- and that's where Gaelic football is played. And mm. there's two. The main two Gaelic sports are football, which looks a bit like AFL ma- mixed with soccer and a bit of basketball. Yeah. If you haven't watched it before, it's fantastic. And the other, they have another sport called hurling. Yeah. Which is like lacrosse looking thing, but on the same field as the football. Yeah. Um, and that's their two. And they were saying it's an 83. This country has five million people, right? Yeah. Australia has 25 million people. Yeah. There's 5 million people. Croke Park Stadium is 83,000 capacity. Yeah. 83,000 in a country of 5 million. And it f- sells out and fills yeah. for a sport that is played by part-timers. Yeah, yeah That's yeah. how much they love the sport. And, and the funny thing is, right, they refuse to have any football or any rugby, as in soccer or rugby there, because they're like, that's English shit and yeah. we don't want it here. <laughs> so that's awesome. I wish we could watch... Well, I just wanted to mention, these, it's part-time players... They go as hard as AFL players. It's crazily similar to AFL. And if I could watch it in Australia, I would. So can KO just get it? Well, surely it wouldn't cost them much, right? It would cost them nothing. But they'd want to do a thing where they'd want to be like, do we need to get an Aussie commentator in there or something? They don't no. have their excuses. Oh, yeah, because it is it is commentated in Gaelic. But yeah. I'd be fine watching it in Gaelic, TBH. I think at the very least, if you're going to put like darts on yeah totally put the Gaelic football on and also the other thing it's played through like March, April so like it's a good time to watch it Mm. I'd be up for it that's my whole take hit that sting the other third big news and it's not the finals it's related to the finals sure everyone messaged me on Friday night no not because Melbourne were eliminated in straight sets for the second year in a row 10 minutes into the game I was inundated with messages our good mates at KO yeah. on a primetime AFL game, the yeah. number one sport in the country, crashed. Yes. It wouldn't work at all in any way for anybody. And did you show me that they won an award? Yes. I, um, I, I, I've got the screenshots, I reckon, because I thought this would be funny Who to talk about. gave these people an award for streaming anything? I forgot about this though, so thank you for reminding me. So on the screen, mm-hmm. that like the login screen that everyone got kicked out to, yes, it says Sports Pro OTT <laughs> Awards Best User Experience. What's Roden? the company? It's called Sports Pro OTT Awards. Now I've gone and found the key criteria for this awards, Braden. Shall I read it? To yes. You? Tell me who gave KO an award. For streaming sports. Now, just quickly explain to the listeners what an OTT is, Broden. I don't know. It's called an over-the-top, and it means that basically a streaming service, basically. Platform. What? Yeah, Max explained this to me because we're building one. 
So (laughs) it's like a streaming service apparently. Right, 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 right. Platform or feature designed specifically to deliver an enhanced viewing experience. The experience must be centered around an OTT platform. Incorporates innovation unseen on other platforms, Broden. Okay, here's the board of this company. Yeah. Andreas Hayden. He thinks that KO is a good streaming app. Yeah. Melissa Lawton. Bavesh Patel. Kim McConney. Barney Francis, Malgorzata Borkowska, Menal Moda, and Tom Middleditch. Yeah. Tom Middleditch. How many of these people, and I, I want to read some more of this fun criteria, Brandon. Yes. How many of these people work for Murdoch? Yeah, Like exactly. in different ways. <laughs> right. I'm looking at all the judges. All right. Here's what the judges are looking for, Brandon, while you look at the judges. Yeah. How the user experience drives fan engagement. How has it improved platform consumption? Has it led to an increase in revenue or other measurable RDI? How the company has dealt with any reliability issues to their platform, (laughs) service or solution? So everyone on this judging panel, go to their website and have a look at them. you, You just have to question their... This is like FIFA World Cup shit, yeah? Like, this is corruption at its... They all must work for Murdoch in some way, because I looked into it, right? And they, they, Patel Arianchi on the, on the judging panel, works for Fox Sports. There you go. So they don't all, like... It's one of those things, you know, Coles wins, like, best ice cream awards and shit all the time. Phil yeah? Marshall, Sky, owned by Murdoch. Yeah, there you go. If you went through it, I reckon most of them would be... In some way connected. I think, I think, I imagine so. This is a fake. This is this is. But yeah, a worldwide event like surely like the NBA app has its issues as well. But surely that would shit for user experience and reliability. That would shit on yes. KO every every single time. I think if I took a shit and just like sprayed it against your hotel wall, yeah, I could win an OTT Sports Pro Award because it would be better streaming quality. Yeah, I don't know if I've ever used anything worse. You know, like, I don't know this for a fact, right? But I, I've had people tell me stuff like Google and YouTube and these places pride themselves on never crashing to the point that if they have a crash, like their stock dives, yeah? Yes. Can you imagine YouTube crashing like this? N- uh, no, you can't. It, it doesn't. It Isn't ha- that it, a it streaming never has. platform, Brad? Yes, it is. Mm, interesting. Past winners... Yeah. Oh, the Hall of Fame is Barbara Slater from BBC, Director of Sports. Okay. What is this? What is this circle jerk? <laughs> what is this? Exactly this, what is it is. this place, this award. The OTT Awards, Braden. Past winners. The judges. Oh, this is gross. It Damn. is. It's literally a conference, right? They've yeah. gone, let's have a conference and then we'll have an awards while we're there as a fun thing. And we can put it on our little streaming platform. And we can jerk each other off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sounds good, actually. Yeah, I'm into it. Like, let's go. Let's talk footy. Okay. The biggest news of the weekend. The big, 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 biggest news of the week. Yeah. For me. Yeah. GWS. <laughs> are the best team in the world. Yeah, I think so. I, I, I have thoroughly enjoyed the narrative because I've seen a lot of stuff on Twitter that is so funny because I don't disagree with it, but suddenly there's a lot of people with the oh, narrative yeah. of there's no weaknesses. They have a complete yes, team. Yes. There's no. They've got a forward. They've got a back. And like yeah, all these everyone. people coming out of the woodwork. And do you know what? What? It just shows how smart we are. Yeah, we were on this like very early. A lot of guys getting on board. Your Matthew Lloyds, your fucking Tony Barbers, yep. your, your Madeline Snows. Yep. And what I 
want to ask anyone who's out all of a sudden on the GWS bandwagon is show me your membership. Yeah. Because I have one. In fact, because I bought a GWS membership because I thought they were so good. Yeah. Actually, I bought one because I said if they beat Melbourne, I'll buy one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was on board with them. You were. I now have a grand final ticket. <laughs> or if they make the grand if, final. Which they will. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, There's no, no chance. doubt in my mind. Uh, what, are, what are their weak points? I, I So the whole thing is everyone's... This is what I like about the fantastical nature of our industry, right? Yes. Or the football industry is... Unbeatable now. They're unbeatable now. And now they have... Uh, and I saw this tweeted. I should have um, screenshot it. But now they have one of the best... No, they have the best key forward in the competition yeah, no, now, yeah, in man. Jesse Hogan. Yeah. I, I think about... Uh, there's some, Jesse's in great form. There's some... Uh, there's, I reckon... A lot of the let's just say Matthew Lloyd because that's all I can think of. Yeah. There's a good chance he thought that Matthew that Jesse Hogan had died. Yeah, or played for Fremantle. Yeah, like 100. percent But that's what uh, genuinely like. If we're being serious here, I think if if let's say a hey, touch wood, if Darcy Moore shuts down Hogan and Quayno does a great job on Toby, yeah, then yeah, they're in big trouble. I think. Right. I don't think they're forward options. I think they're a bit Melbourneish actually. But those two options, got heaps of forward options. What are you talking? Those about? two options are way way better than anyone Melbourne has. Yes, but. After that, I think it drops away a little bit. Like they Toby kick Bedford, goals. yeah, they kick goals. They're great, but those, you know, that big target, you know, the or the big game winner, you know. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, that that could be an issue, but I don't see it happening. The midfield is elite. The defense is excellent. No, I saw some Sam Taylor intercept marks in this game, yeah. and you're like, you go, that is cream of the crop stuff. Yeah, we've been talking about Sam Taylor. We're big fans. I think, um, thank God for Briggs. I think that is a huge thing that they've just discovered yeah, this year. I don't know. Such good flow. Yeah, like. And- <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about Kieran Briggs the oh, Rackman, not, oh, um, not the Adam Briggs the Rapper, oh, right. who I'm also a big fan of. Bad Apples, mm. shout out. Um, yes, I think without Briggs, they would be like a, a half notch down, you know? Yes. So that's been such a huge fun and, as and well. And also, I reckon they're like, it was Adam McRae versus Adam Kingsley. Mm. I think that a- Adam Kingsley would take McRae's head yeah. and just like pop it like a like a can of Coke, like a, like a bottle of Coke, and just like nibble on the skull as a bit of protein after his main meal. I'm with you, but you, you, you're leaving out Adam McRae's greatest strength, whereas when Kingsley started tensing, when he started tensing to pop that head off, he'd be like, McRae's such a, such a nice guy. Bro. Yeah, yeah, you know, true. No, that's him. true. He has, the, he has the power of heart. <laughs> yeah, he has but the But Adam Kingsley is the strong man. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But he's also got the wits and the intelligence. Yeah, he does. Uh, they just destroy Tom Green... Is it's kind of clear now. It took it took this uh, media, the media landscape, uh, half the year. It took mm. them nine consecutive wins. Yeah, for the, to start talking about Tom Green. Do you think it's fair that I was early on him? You a hundred percent were early. Great. On him. I just wanted to hear you say that. Now I feel better. You were you were post a Canberra stand created for him. <laughs> yes. But pre most Victorian media. Yeah, I started him in Supercoach this year. As every all the listeners know, if yes. he's on my Supercoach side, I don't know who they are. But I started in this year. Do you know what's great? Very happy. Do you know what's great about Tom Green as well mm. is he's not afraid of the camera. So last week he did that <laughs> where he walked up to Jacob doing the media and he said, 11, 11, gra- eleven grounds. You know, yeah, eleven uh, wins. Eleven wins. Uh, Free smoke wherever you want it or yeah, whatever. Anywhere, anytime, yeah, yeah. free smoke. And which then he, is this week, NBA as he's walking off, he looked at the camera, what I tell you? What I tell <laughs> I love the swagger. Yeah. I love the swagger. And he's outside of the Vic bubble where, like, someone's calling him a flog for doing that as well. Yeah, totally. Because most, most, the lower scum level of most football fan bases 
don't ever look at any of this. Yeah. It's just the it's just the Puritans like you listening and us who really love football, who are listening to what GWS is doing. We're looking at the VFL yeah. Gold Coast. We're looking at the Wake Port. You know, we're we're looking beyond just like, oh weedering. Yeah. Uh, or oh, you know. Can I tell you yes. something funny as well? Yes. I think Tom Green is Taranto plus Hopper. Oh, it's so funny. How good uh, all of a sudden, right? They've given away all these players who people rate incredibly yeah. highly. And I, as do I. Guilty. Taranto, I rate very highly, but. I wouldn't. Taranto wouldn't get a game in this side. <laughs> he just about wouldn't. <laughs> Taranto would be running drinks, mate. Well, Hopper certainly wouldn't. I think Taranto could find a way in, but to, like Hopper would be struggling to get a game for sure. Jeremy Cameron would be lucky to bloody. He'd be lucky to be getting the the snakes alive for Adam Kingsley right now. Do you know I what would I mean? probably play Jeremy Cameron if I was. No, nah, mate, he's too busy with his vlogs, mate. <laughs> That's true. That's the problem with him. Uh, what's really great about them? I, I could be wrong. Like this is me saying it now. It might be the last chance we get to say it. Yeah. But they, they've they keep going into these fortresses that everyone yeah. calls them. Yeah. These fortresses, whether yeah. it's. Adelaide Oval with Port's record-breaking 14 people in attendance <laughs> or it's, you know, the all the places they've yeah, won. Yeah, Apart from West Coast. They can't beat West Coast. <laughs> yeah. But they just don't give a shit. Exactly. And they need this because Friday night will be a big challenge. What, it'll be 95,000 Magpie yeah. people there? It's scary to a lot of the big fans because yeah. as big clubs know, they their secret weapon is winning over a, an umpire who is weak mentally. Yeah. And so... What I hope is for this game, I hope we just get good level-headed umpires who can go above it. Totally. But also, it, what he, GWS just don't care. Yeah, they don't appear to care, yeah. No. They like, just play whatever. their brand. They're very groovy. It's, a, you, it's, a very, it's like a thing, right, where you, what is it like, where you cut off something hmm. to make it stronger. Yeah, totally. This, this has been a team that's for a decade has had no fans. Yeah. And they've watched one by every time the like other team comes in with their energy and mm. we're history and we're better than you and get willed over by that energy. And now it's just, they've just, it's Superman on Earth versus Superman on Krypton. The okay. gravity on Krypton is hard so that... Superman has the energy to be able to withstand that gravity, so he comes to Earth and he has the power of a Superman. Yeah, that's that's the mo- that's the Frankenstein that the big clubs have created. Yeah, is that now GWS is impervious to your bullshit. What Broden is saying is prune your rose bushes and you'll get more roses blooming. Uh, is that true? I don't know. I think so. I think that's what you do. All you I know, growth. All I know about pruning mm. with ro- with rose bushes is you are supposed to trim them in a wine glass shape. Oh cool. So the wine so the you cut out the middle yeah. and you make it like a wine glass. Yeah, shape. I think it encourages growth. But yeah, it's just giving me the biggest woody. I think <laughs> Port will be fine. I think they'll go again next year. Um Ste- oh, like do you want to jump to Port? Tra- oh, yeah, sure. Sting. Port lost, and they and do you know what's pathetic yeah. and disgraceful is mm. they went out straight sets. And if you do that, you're a, <laughs> and if you do that, you're a you, there's no excuse. It sounds like every like this is like Melbourne a few years ago, and and sometimes like Essendon and and Carlton. It sounds like every man and his dog wants to go to Port, which is good because I feel like yeah, they no, just they, need a couple of bits and they'll be great. They looked really good when they had no injuries, and then as soon as they got injuries, they looked really bad. It's pretty. Yeah. That's pretty much the story of Port Adelaide this year. Yeah? Totally, and I, I feel like they're young guns, like they're super young guns, 
are, are just super young. And I feel like if Zerk Thatcher comes over, you know, if they yeah. just tick a few more boxes, I think they'll be back up there again. As long as this loss isn't, um, doesn't affect them mentally because it's pretty bad, man. Like, yeah. there's fans not showing up, fans booing yeah. them. Why was this game not full? There was 32,000 at this game. Yeah, and they were booing, like, in the fourth, like, really, like... That's not that's not very never tear us apart. No, that's, that's mental breaking stuff. If they went out there and it was a sold-out house and they tried their best and they lost but 50,000 gave them a standing ovation because of such an excellent yeah. season. I think that changes their mindset going into next year. I, I thought the Port Adelaide fans were Villy's pie eaters. Yeah. And after this, I'm starting to feel that they might be uh, Belfer's Yeah, eaters. at best. And they're not going to Cafe de Villy's. Oh, they're no. going to the O'Connell's Bakery. Oh, yeah. I thought they were Cafe de Villy's eaters, but yeah. they're actually O'Connell's. And that's a real shame. It is a real shame because I, I just really felt like... They feel like, to me, like a team... That deserves to do something special, and maybe I'm wrong. It feels like the prison bar, the never tear us apart, the history. Yeah. It feels like they've got something special there. They're very on a special team. They're doing the right. They're, when they're on, they're on. Yeah, culturally, and when they're off, they're off. The tarps. Do you remember the tarps? No. What's the tarps? They, their attendance was so bad in the 2000s when they played out at uh, Adelaide Oval. Yeah. Out, no, sorry, at the West Lakes. You sure? That they would put big tarps that said like. Go port or mm. like the port logo over seats. Yeah, right. Because they like were the so thing, yeah. so poorly sold. Yeah, right. That they would cover it in tarps. So that's like a when if you want to be an asshole to port, you go time to get the tarps out again. Right. Yeah. But totally. then also you should all be there, guys. Yeah, you've got a special team. I would pay if I was the sort of person who went to the football, which I'm not. <laughs> I would pay every week to go watch Rosie Butters. You know, like yeah. Jay, Jason Horn Francis run around, let alone some of your defenders and stuff doing a great job. Like, it feels like this is one of the most exciting times you guys have ever had. So what's your grade for Port this year? I, I still give them a very high grade because I actually didn't... I can't remember where we had them in the eight, but I don't think we did have them in the eight. Yep. So I think still a very high grade. I worry that they cooked it at the end and they cooked it so hard they might go backwards yeah that is a serious concern like honestly like, what's what's your what's your grade uh let's go b let's go b above but not great i'm gonna give them a c okay and that's only because they played finals yeah but you can't bum you can't bungle out nah, no you, you can't, can't can't go can't do straight sets it's pretty bad yep and in that fashion too like yeah 100%. yeah no one stood up speaking of which hit that sting on Friday night, mm. if people watching on TV, not on KO, you would have watched 96,412 people at the MCG, the largest crowd for a semi-final since 1971. Wow. Watch Melbourne go out straight sets to the Carlton Blues. Carlton, who a few weeks ago were... Facing relegation to the VFL. Yeah, 100%. Uh, we were ringing our mate Joe Kosky to say, you're a disgrace. Your club's a disgrace. After the buyers in 15th. And aren't we tickled pink now? They, they, well, okay, here's what happened, right? Is Melbourne probably played better. Yep. But cannot kick a football through sticks. Yeah. And it happened. We lost to Collingwood by seven points. Yep. And missed some fucking sitters. Yep. This game. Even more sitters Yeah And lost by two points Yeah So Sure who do you want to talk I'll give you the choice I want to talk about one thing Before you want to talk about about it Okay right. And then you pick Are we going to start with Carlton Or are we going to start with Melbourne Okay So I think 
how and where we watched it is worth the story. Okay, yes, right. Okay. <laughs> well, all right. So we watched it at Heathrow. Heathrow Airport in the in the just in the seats. Yeah. So as we were going through security, we were watching it. As we were boarding the plane, we were watching it. Yes. We were sitting next to each other in Heathrow with a phone each. Yeah. Just feeling each other's energy. It was very funny, but it didn't take away from the game for me. No, it was stressful. And then I felt pretty good. And then we took off and we were in blackout for about. I guess it was an hour. An hour, yeah. We were an hour flight over to Dublin. And as we were coming into land, also, I'm not a big believer in flight mode. <laughs> yes, he's not. Because I don't... If, <laughs> I know I know people... It's almost superstition now, right? Yeah, I, I never do it. But I have noticed you occasionally. I leave it on, man. Because <laughs> if you're like flying from Sydney to Melbourne, yeah. there's this patch around Shepparton where you get a bit of internet. <laughs> yeah. And it's good to check in, right? But to think about it, man. If you're having a bit of internet... Is going to drop a plane out of the fucking sky. What are we doing up there? Yeah, no, no, I, I'm with you. I'm with you. I, I, I am on the side of superstition. Yeah, it's bullshit. Like if I have Wi-Fi on an international 14-hour flight, I still don't check it because I'm like, nah, I'm on a plane. Like I need to be disconnected from the world. Well, it's not true. <laughs> so anyway, we're coming into land in Dublin, right? Yeah. It's cloudy. It's a bumpy ride down. It was, yeah. And I get G. I get G. Yeah. So I open up the wonderful. And affordable uh, watch AFL, AFL app, yep. and I I get internet back as they Carlton kicked the goal to win, <laughs> and so as we're landing, I'm just watching the season for Melbourne end, and it was heartbreaking. So yes. then we go through customs, and I'm like, fuck all, and we're just surrounded by old retiree Americans, <laughs> yeah. like, oh, I'm here on the trip of a lifetime, or oh, fuck you. <laughs> um, uh, yes. So, who do you want to talk about first, Melbourne or? Let's Carlton? talk about Carlton because this um, podcast is going to take a nosedive when we get to Melbourne. Ligon Street was full. Was it? <laughs> did it? Did it? The go Italians off? went off. Yeah, great. It made me excited for if they were to get to a grand final and win it, Ligon Street would be the place to be. It'd be absolutely incredible. I think it would be. Yeah. Ferraris coming down. You know, <laughs> yeah, it yeah, would yeah. actually, it would actually go off. Yeah. And like, it's something to be said, right? Is Speaking generally, the Carlton fan base is predominantly European, yep. predominantly Italian. Sure. Some Greeks, some Macedonians. Some Yugoslavians. Some Yugos- it's, but it's heavily more Euro yes. than a lot of other clubs like Hawthorne or Melbourne yeah. or North Melbourne and stuff like that. Yeah, right? I'm with you there. Yeah. And it's, uh, it, it's so cool. It's it's a great energy to have for football. Yeah. And when they are going off that com- those communities, we are richer for it. When Ligon Street has flares going off and shit, <laughs> yeah. like it's the World Cup, that's sick. Yeah, that's really, really good yeah. because you don't see enough of it. So that's sick. And I'm so excited for that this week. I don't think like North, I mean like going North and playing Brisbane is going to be very, very, very hard. Yeah. But they can do it. What are they doing wrong? Look, if they beat you guys, I, I really, who I really had as strong flag favourites, they can beat anyone. Yes. They, they, they are just one of those ones where, like, it should be no surprise to us. Yeah. Because the list is there and has been there for a few years. Yeah. It's just been poor coaching, now a new coach, and then an awful run of form, which makes it seem so surprising. Yep. But we if you look at the profile and the age and they, everything... The emotions with Carlton, more than any other club, really, they are num- They are the premiers for emotional reactions. <laughs> yeah, totally. So they're, when they're, they're either one or ten. Yes, correct. You, and nothing ever in between. 100%. So... Yeah, like that. It just means that sometimes they overreact and fire a coach before they should. Yeah, or they overreact and hire a and and sack a coach before yeah. they should. Or yeah, and but at this moment, 
they their fan base knows that it's going to be really hard for them to win a flag. Totally. But then also they're so passionate and they're using their hands and gesticulating yeah. so much yeah. that that's like, hang on, I've still got the 10 out of 10 energy. Yeah, and I feel like they don't believe in being like... They, they were happy to admit it's tough, but they don't believe in like, oh, no, that's impossible, we can't do it. They believe anything's possible. Yes. If, if they win, do you reckon I could get a free pizza from somewhere? Or is it like, no... That you're not going to get one. Do you know what I mean? I reckon it's probably no. It's like if you walked into a fish and chip shop on Good Friday expecting free fish. No, that's when they feed their families oh, yeah, through the true. winter. You that's know what true. I mean? Like, well, when would I get a free pizza then? I feel like if you came in in like the depths of like summer when it's super hot, forty but degrees. I'm talking about Carlton winning a once in a lifetime flag. You know, like there's there how old, there's like thirty year olds now, maybe yeah. twenty five year olds yeah. who haven't seen a Carlton yeah. flag. I just think kids to feed. I think maybe, yeah. But then like that, you know, <laughs> th- those communities, they love to open up and we're, hey, it's celebration. They do. I just want a free pizza. It's really. Yeah, I, I, th- I can I mean, I could go to Domino's, but, yeah. you know. Do you play Mackay? Uh, I don't think so. I think when they. I think only, they will. Only because when they were losing, like he was bad. Yeah, he missed. Uh, he missed two very easy goals in that game before yeah. he went off with a concussion. But I think they. I think they play him. Yeah. Particularly, who are their defenders at Brisbane? Well, McKenna. M- M- McKenna. McKenna. Um, and then, then also McStay and Harris Andrews, who's probably so it's a good backline. One of the best defenders in the league, if not, you know, was all Australian. I think so. Harris Andrews is probably. Are right they getting up someone there. back? Oh, but do you know what's the most scary about Carlton in this yeah. game? Is uh, Cripps looks like Patrick Cripps to me. Yeah, and Sam Walsh for the first time this year as well. He looked like Sam Walsh. Yeah. But Patrick Cripps, right, big tackles, and he just shrugged them off. And and sometimes you shrug a tackle and then you just handball it off so you don't get holding the ball. He gets tackled, or he gets shrugs a tackle off and then handballs it to advantage. Yeah. So he turns a, a attempted tackle into a double positive. Yeah, you forget because he's had like some injuries and stuff how tough and how tall he is. He yes. is a huge bodied midfielder. I could take him. No, I don't think you could. That's the thing. We'll, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. And Sam Walsh is just an insane runner. Speaking about like when Barassi played and stuff, if you could take Sam Walsh back and put him in that league, even though they were fit then and they were athletes. I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what happened. He yeah. comes in the greatest athlete to ever play, right? Yeah. And then some guy who works at the docks. <laughs> yeah. Just punches him in the punches skull in the and head, makes him a paraplegic, yeah, right. and he never plays again. <laughs> that's probably legitimately what would happen. Yeah, yeah, just insane. Yes, good on Carlton. Uh, and I'm, I'm, I think there's, I think, I'm so excited for three out of four of the potential premiers, and like if Carlton win, I genuinely will be absolutely wrapped. Yeah, it, it's the, it's, it's one of the the most boring narratives. No, that's a lie. No. Nah. I retract that statement. It's when I when I think about it, I think it's like the private schools winning, right? That's Who? my go- Carlton. Carlton because they're, no. they're such a big, powerful club, right? But then I remember that it's a first year coach. Yes, that they've been down the bottom for years. Our friend Tyson messaged messaged us from high school and reminded us that since the salary cap breaches, they've been in huge trouble financially, which is why they still have the pokies. Tyson, yeah, <laughs> Tyson to this yeah he does he's a big fan he hit seven threes in a game once did he really yep yeah so he pointed out that they've actually been in because of the restrictions that they've actually had huge financial issues over the last oh they'll be oh, let's, let's not go into that because they can get fucked <laughs> in that respect but like you know there's i think 
I think it would be nice to see Carlton win a flag just to see it once. And then they're not uh, having experienced both of them back to back. Yeah. Carlton fans are just happy to win. Yeah. And like they're not in that suck shit era kind yeah, of. Yeah, totally. No, I'm with you there. Let's try and ring Joe Koski. I think it's 4 a.m. Yeah, I think it is 4 a.m. actually. Let's just try. I'm and hoping can, to get this can, out by 6 a.m. We'll cut this. It's 3.45. Oh, he'll be up cryptoing or some shit. Dale. Let's hope he answers. This is Joe Koski, star of 9-11, the musical Come From Away. And his mighty blues into a prelim. It's 3 a.m. where he is. <laughs> we just keep ringing till he answers. Call declined. Call so declined. So wow. we'll, uh, don't worry, I'll call him. We'll just keep ringing this guy at 4 a.m. Till he answers. If he answers, I'm leaving all of this in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because we're ringing our mighty blues fans to wish them a good luck in the prelim. It's 4 a.m. cunt. Joe, it's the footy with Broden Kelly, and we wanted to wish the blues a happy, a happy prelim. How are you feeling? Very tired. It's four in the morning. Okay, top questions about Carlton. Do they bring Mackay back in? Yeah, they will. Oh, the and how are you feeling? Do you feel nervous about the Brisbane Lions? Give us your how excited you are, mate. This is so inappropriate. Thought you'd be up trading Avax, Joe. It's fucking. 3.50am But that's the thing about crypto, Joe It never sleeps The market never sleeps We're just we're just excited about the footy And we can't wait for the blues to bring it home hey, How do you feel about him winning a flag? Do you feel optimistic? No, not really But I'm really happy with uh, how we've gone Well, good on you, Joe And hey, get back to bed And save up that energy for the mighty prelim this weekend <laughs> Thanks, mate Best. Go baggers. Go blues. <laughs> uh, 4 a.m. Well, but it's here. It's what is it? It's, it's not even 6 p.m. It's 7 p.m. here. Oh. And so I don't, he should be on Bristol time. He should be. Let's talk D's. Well, okay. Just put sad trumpet under. Yeah, just put some sad music. <laughs> so my football club. Yeah. The Melbourne Football Club. Yeah. Uh, last year went out in straight sets and that was yes. very embarrassing. It was, yeah. And then this year played pretty well all year, had some slumps at some period. You know, we became the one that the media pundits, the, the ones in the know said, these are the guys. Yeah, better than last year, I'd say you played this year for sure. Oh, yeah. There was injuries last year. Apparently Petrakis didn't have a head last year and Oliver's yeah. uh, asshole fell out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and so it. this year that we had the chance. And then... Uh, Went out straight sets again yeah. and uh, epic failures. Ask me how I'm feeling. How are you feeling, bro? Do you know I'm feeling horrible but philosophical? Okay. Do you know why? Because as soon as it happened, I was like, yes, you want your team to win the flag. Of course. You want to see, see your team win the flag, but that's not why I go and watch them and that's not why I support them. Yeah. Uh, football for me and what it should be and what it is it has to be for as me, for everyone mm. is it's the time you spend with the people you watch football with yeah it's the enjoyment you get from going to see them play or watching them play it's seeing the players age over the years i don't feel that bad to be honest had we not won a flag 
two years ago. Yeah, different. I'd feel yeah. very, very differently. But I, I sit here very philosophically and going, it would be nice to win another one. Yeah. But I'm fully, fully content with that one. I saw it. I'm not I'm not picky. I'm not spoiled. Yeah. Uh, that's one side of it. It's a privilege. It's a privilege to watch and in- have something in your life that you enjoy as much as football. So I sit here genuinely half relieved that I don't have to stress about it anymore. Tyler, I could sense that in you at the airport that you were, you know, you were upset, but you weren't mad. No, because, you know, it's it's sad. I, if I'd been there and people were being assholes to me, probably. Sure. Uh, probably. But it, that's the thing is if you get above the, the swamp of people who mean badly and mean and mean to mean harm on you yeah. for going for your team and get above it to the to the plateau of people who just enjoy going to the football and enjoy supporting their team from West Coast to North to Adelaide to Swans to yeah. all the way up to the top, then that's a great place to live. Your team can't win every year, but I'm in a privileged position, right, where I go to the football at the moment most days, most days of the year and we win. Yeah. And that's something that a lot of teams can't enjoy and for a large portion of my life didn't have. Totally. So that's – for 20 – if you go to 15 games a year, to be able to come home happy and have enjoyed it is is sick. Totally. And I think that's a very mature way to approach it and I think that's – you're 100% right. I think the thing about it though, Broden, that sits out to me is just this – idea that you were speaking about last week that if yes. Mel- you you were saying if Melbourne lost this weekend Melbourne wouldn't care because they're yeah okay with mediocrity they're okay the board that, is the board's okay with the fact that they sold a record amount of memberships yep. all that stuff and Internally, I actually think true. that's that's really positive as well and that's not something to be shat on you know that there's great wins you know 10 years ago you were in debt yeah. we're not now like that is important to acknowledge but I, I think yeah they, they're, they're going to do the the they a Melbourne Football Club are going to do five out of ten every time. Yes. And, and like because we're a smaller club that's intending to build and the smart thing to do is just to stay the course. And that if even if that means you don't win five premierships in a row, yeah. it is the smart way to build your club. Having said that, we are complacent and we, we and we do do mediocrity. Yes. Um, can I get a bit more emotional? Sure. I'm going to bash Love Simon Goodwin. Yeah. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, no, I'm not really. But what I will say is, We've had the same problem for two years, yeah. which is forward uh, inside 50s and clearance and clearance issues and stuff like that. So uh, this year was probably to do with injuries to key forward players. Yeah. Harry Petty looked like the answer and then he was injured. Fritch was injured for a large portion of it. Yep. Jake Van Ruin, his first year looked really good, but is not the answer yet. Having said that, they did nothing in the offseason to fix the issue. They they spent five, six hundred on Brody Grundy. Yeah. And that could have been five, six hundred to go and get a forward, a really good yeah. forward. Yeah. Do you think they genuinely thought that Brody was was the the answer? Yeah, they well, they thought where they were getting a second ruck when they rated higher, they went, We can a, a tall we, it's gonna be it's gonna be Gorn and Grundy getting big and in, inside fifty marks. Yeah. And that's going to be our play. Yeah. They probably asked about full forwards, but they were like, there's probably none on the market that we want or can get. And they keep mm. drafting full forwards, but I think they keep getting duds. Yeah, sure. And I think Jacob's going to be fine. No, he'll be great. He'll be great. But, but yeah, the, yeah. The, the only flaw in that argument is, Broden, is just like Brody had never really done well at a forward. And we didn't really see but like yeah. Gorn spend huge amounts of time forward. The answer like, is they just want him to do what Luke Jackson did. Yeah. But the dip, the what they. 
uh, maybe you could have known is that Brody Grundy doesn't play defense. And well, so yeah, when he, watch yeah. when he plays at the Swans and it'll be the same issue. Yeah, it, it potentially could be that. And that's maybe why he was always a, a midfielder, an yes. extra midfielder, because he didn't have to run back so hard. Yes. Um, yes. I, 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 keep going. Keep I'm going. curious to see. It, it's it's huge. Like, that, one side of the coin is it's fine. It's all good. Yes. The other side of the coin, Goodwin is now like he is, he's complacent and he doesn't change things quick enough. Yeah. And it's, in two years where we were immensely dominant yeah. and should have been as like immense, like should have played Geelong in a grand final and we should have played, we should be playing in a grand final this yes, year. correct. And he knows the issue and he refuses it because he thinks the alternative is just good enough. Yes. The alternative structure, even though we're poor in the 50. Um, Uze is probably going to become the coach of Richmond. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. But it's like, if, if we don't do well again next year, they won't fire him, but he should lose his job. Yes, I, I think that's... If, you, if you're an A380 pilot for Qantas yeah. and you land lots of planes, but then sometimes you don't land planes, yeah. you don't go, well, you won, you landed some planes, yeah. you lose your job. Yes, and, and I, I don't want to square the blame just at Goodwin. But I, and I don't think the players will mind either. I think some of the players will, like your Clayton Oliver, will be stoked. I think Clayton Oliver will sit back and feel like he's had a wonderful career so far, and I would agree with that. Yeah. But... The other side of the coin for me is assembling a football club this, a football list yeah. this good yep. is so fucking hard. Yeah. Look at how many years it took Carlton. Look how many years it took Melbourne. Look how many years it's taken Gold Coast now, 12, yeah. 13 years in. It is the hardest fucking thing to do. And if you squander this time and squander this list yeah. and squander these players, I think that they should be firing Goodwin. I really do yeah. because- that's the thing. Go into, they, go, they go into next year about 28 on average, apart from Gorn and May. Gorn and May, incredibly important. Yeah, totally. But Gorn doesn't look like he's slowed down. Stephen May doesn't look like he's slowed down, right? No. But my just hope to Christ in heaven, yeah. who doesn't exist, yeah. is that they go and get a full fucking forward. Yeah. A good one. You might be right. There just might not be anyone. And like, But if there isn't one, that's also okay. Change the fucking game plan. Just go and get as many key forwards as you possibly can. Yeah. And, I, I beg yeah. you. And if you can't, change the game plan. Like, yeah, I yeah. just think it's crazy. Sending Petrarca down there, I don't know. I, I genuinely don't think any Melbourne player sitting back there and is mad that they're wasting their careers because, like you said, they've yeah. done so well and they continue to excel. Uh, uh, getting to the finals is such an achievement, but I can't help but feel like... We're going to look back at Clayton Oliver's career and be like, he should have won three Brownlows and five premierships. Yeah. And instead, we're going to look back and it might be two premierships and a Brownlow. Hunch. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And that makes me a little bit sad. Yeah, that's that's like a that's a platinum discussion to have, though. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, totally. At least it's not one of those guys who's played their whole career and hasn't won a flag. No, 100%. I, I just feel like it's sad to me when Melbourne might, in two years go to the bottom of the ladder for 15 years again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. And no. we'll look back and be like, fucking hell. I, I, what I do, I, I, that's an interesting thing. I I do feel like they are setting up to be a club that has, they're trying to be a Geelong, I They're think. trying to do the right thing, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I do feel like they're doing that. 
that, that, that we have the best draft team in the league, I think. Yeah. We're, they're very, very good. And uh, they recruit well and they are, it's a destination club. That's why when I'm, when I'm calm, Simon Goodwin makes players want to come and play for them and there's a whole feel of like we're a culture. So they'll keep him for a decade. 100%. But you guys definitely used to lose every player and now you maybe, get them. Maybe it's time to change up the coaching structure around him. If Uze's going, he's the one who is the strategy coach. Maybe yeah. that's a good thing. Maybe they bring in. Who's been sacked this year? Dewey! Yeah, bringing Dewey as a consultant. Or like, but now is now's the time to fucking sh- shake shit up. I think so. I, I th- that's having, what I mean. Having yeah. said all yeah. of that, though, this is the the yeah. problem. Seven points and two points. Yeah, totally. Uh, Seven points. Like if Fritch if Fritch kicks a bit straighter in that first game, and like we're in the prelim next week. No, I, I and and, I, yeah. and if Cosy doesn't just punch someone in the face, yeah. we win yesterday. We win the other day. Yeah, it was a bit so a what, bit of a silly game. So what are we doing? I just think that like. Collingwood's debatable, right? Like, let's leave Collingwood out of it. Yep. I think you guys are too good to have left Carlton up to chance. Yes, 100%. So it probably but, should have been a 20-point Right, so it's, we should have won that, right? Yeah. But then four losses in a final in a row, then it goes, well, then it's not a coincidence, isn't it? Exactly. What is this guy with a shaved head with the most boring press conferences in the yeah. history of the world doing? And like I said, it might if you keep him as a figurehead... Then change the football department. As long as we see big changes, I'm happy. It doesn't have to be Simon. Yeah. Go days. Time for Malaka. Oh, great. I've got a f- bunch of really funny Malaka. Tom's been going full Malaka and he's getting his phone out and he's bringing us his, his, his Malakas of the week. Yeah. Mo- most of them we've probably already covered, let's be honest. First of all, right. Now, this is a controversial one straight off the bat. Yeah. Let me say the Malacca and then I'll explain my, my reasoning, right? Okay. Butters. Did you see Butters? Yeah, he threw the drink out of the he way. He threw the drink out. Now, that I... There was a drink person. Yes. And they were sitting on a chair. Yeah. And then they, they kind of got up, but then they didn't move because he was doing a set yeah. shot. And so he threw her chair away and then moved the drinks. And then he wasn't happy with how far she'd moved away. So he started yelling at her and the umpire yes. about it. And I hated it and it's not... Good for the game. I hated it, Brendan. I, I I had never had anything but ultimate respect for Butters, and I loved him as a player. Yeah, and that's really dropped him a few steps. Now, Port fans, in his defence, he was in an incredibly high yeah stress situation. And hey, I've lost Michael a little bit at some some people in high stress situations before. <laughs> I, will, I will tell you what, though. Yeah, I reckon it's not beyond. This is controversial. Yeah, I reckon the drinks person did it deliberately. Well, though. that's the thing. That's what I was going to say. I thought it was like a Canberra person or something, and I was like, that's unacceptable. Yeah. When I found out it was an opposition drinks person, yeah, I was like, get the fuck out of the way. And I don't think it's a bad thing that the drinks person did that. <laughs> yeah, right. Like that's fine. Yeah, make it hard for them. Yeah. Do but, you know in like do you know an EPL? Yeah. It's the, there's a little boy mm. who throws the ball back to them when it runs. They give you a new ball. Like to a throw. ball boy. And like so they tennis. those little boys can yeah. give the ball back quickly yeah. so that you can go on a run or they can slow it down. So you're, Tottenham's playing Arsenal, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. At Tottenham's home stadium. The ball goes out and it's an Arsenal ball. The boy can go, oh, okay, let yeah. me get the ball. Here you go. But you've, it's, it, they've, there's been games where they throw it back immediately. Yeah, right, to get so, it going. Yeah, so that, you know. I, I, I just couldn't deny that it was... A Malacca moment for Young Butters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, got to be better. But a tense moment. You're about to be eliminated in straight sets against, totally. against a team with no fans. Yes. Um, I've been known to yell at Broden at times. Yeah. In high stress situations. Of course. <laughs> Next one is KO. 
gets a big Malacca nomination. Well, I, th- I think that's unfair. They're award winners. No, for reasons they're discussed a, earlier in the they're award winning. They're OTT award winners. Can I tell you something about RuneScape, Brad? We don't talk enough about RuneScape. <laughs> if the servers go down for RuneScape yeah. for like longer than, say, like four hours, yeah. they give free membership for a week. Wow. So the entire player base of hundreds of thousands of people get a week free. That would cost them, Broden, like a million pounds. It's an English company. It would cost them a million pounds. That's $2 million. So when they go down, it costs them like a million pounds. KO should, because they're charging by the bloody week like $10 or whatever, refund every single person that couldn't watch that game for one week. Yeah, I reckon they're going to do that too, Tom. (laughs) They're not. Of course not. But, and you know why they're not? Because there's no other fucking option. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And that's what sucks. 100%. I've given Melbourne a Malacca nomination. Yeah, that's fair. just letting no, us they down. No, des- they deserve one. They, uh, they've let us down. Here's something that a lot of people are going to say whatever, but it infuriates me. There is no reason that Collingwood needs to play on Friday night, so GWS can only get a six-day break. No, they, they, they should play that Friday night because if you finish first, you get all the advantage. Sure, but what's the? Why isn't there an advantage of playing at home in front of ninety-five thousand people? Isn't that enough of an advantage? You get both. Why is a six-day break? That's pushing fan it too base. Far. Fan base size is uh, just that's nothing to do with it. Yeah, you, that 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 fan base has nothing to do with where they finished on the ladder directly. But they, unfortunately for the Giants, mm. not that it's going to matter to the Giants. I think I think they like more and more things against them. Yeah. If the if number one gets the best run all the way home, yeah. Otherwise, the regular season means nothing. So we're giving we're giving Collingwood a two week break. We're giving Brisbane a two week break, and we're giving Carlton an eight day break. Yeah. But GWS has to get. Six. I know it's bullshit. It's bullshit. But if you just swapped it, yeah, it would but, be equal. But that's GWS finished eighth, yeah. And what Carlton finished sixth? Give me so the they, ladder. They should be better. Is that what you're saying? And Carlton finished fifth. So, so get- GW's finished the lowest, so they are entitled to the hardest run. So you think the AFL has purposely made it harder for them because they finished lower? Not harder, just easier for the f- number one. It's because called- it is 100% fair and equal if it, they just swapped it. So Collingwood play on Saturday. No, because then they don't get an extra day to prep for the grand final. But then... Oh, because it's a prelim. Yeah. And the, it's on Saturday. So, it, they, so the number one, the people who finished number one... Yeah will then have a eight, eight day break versus the people who finish second or third or fourth. Yeah, right. That's the, so it's the, the number one gets all the entitlements because they did so well during the year. That's sure. the way it should be. It makes sense. I, I get what you're saying. I still feel like it's just like Yeah. It's just like a bit of bias, I reckon. But if you're saying they finish in first they deserve it. Yeah. But then like Brisbane has to fly and Collingwood don't, so Brisbane finished in what, in second? That's cult that is AFL Vic bias for you. <laughs> well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what all I'm nominating. Like, it just feels like, yeah, Collingwood after a week off wouldn't mind playing on Saturday, no. like whatever. Co- they have a cherry ripe run home, which they're entitled to because they finished first. All right. That's 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 my hot take. We'll leave it there. I, I think I disagree with it. I feel like there's already enough advantages. Next one. Airport transfers in this country. Yeah. It's fucked. No, yeah, no. We, yeah, no, I, I say no more. So I, think, I, I hate taxis. I think how we it had works. a taxi before. We got we had to get two taxis before, right? Yeah. And I took the road case, which yeah. is some of the touring equipment we have. Yeah. And the guy got mad because we I took an extra bag. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? So I think the way it works here is like each, there's a different company per airport. Yeah. And you have to use that company at the airport. Yeah, right. So we had to use Arrow taxis today. Yeah. 
Which is different from every company we've used at every other airport. That was, that was bizarre. But then there's like these weird laws like to stop competition. Or I something. have issues with this country. Oh, huge issues. I just wanted to chuck that out there. Fair enough. All right, let's do some Suvlakis. Let's get some positivity in here. Yes. Harry Sheasel. Oh, yeah. Won the Sid Barker. Hey, can I say though? Yes. He beat one of the greatest Lucky. full forwards in yeah. the history of football. <laughs> so, and he, so people like Tex Walker, right? Yeah. And other good goal kickers, Kerno, they get to play against North. Yeah. Lucky doesn't get to play against North. No. They get to play against And he against kicked West 450 goals. He did. He did very well. And he came very close second. But he I should have won. Sure. But I don't think that distracts from. No, a first-year first player play. winning a best and fairest. No, it's very good. The only thing I thought was funny is someone, just tongue-in-cheek, not, not a serious thing, was just like, gee, wouldn't be handy for GWS right now. Why? Because GWS could have taken him with pick one. I just thought that was... What do you mean? Well, they took Cadman. They could have taken Oh, Sheezer. yeah. That's just interesting. I just thought, that's true. wow, imagine this GWS <laughs> team with <laughs> Harry Sheasel. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, That's right. pretty cool, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that would be good. So, Sheasel, amazing. I was on him all year. Yes. Um, big champion. Good on you, Sheasel. Yeah, good call. Um, yeah, we discussed it, but just quickly, Carlton and Giants, 14th and 15th after the bye. I want that. I want that grand final. That would be, that would be like, get like, seriously, let's break the Hollywood Riders track and get the best Hollywood Riders over here to ride. Here's my order of who I want to win the flag. At number three. We did this last week. I want to hear how it's changed. Oh, um, number three, I've got Carlton. Yep. Number two, I've got Lions for the future of the AFL. Sure, sure, sure. So, sure, like, sure, you sure, know, Lions, whatever. A bit yeah. of fags, good on you. But, like, mainly for Queensland. Yeah, yeah Queenslander. Totally. Yeah, a northern grand final would be crazy. Number one, Big Big Sam. Big Big Sam. Um, but, yeah, I think even if they don't, we won't care now. But in 20 or 30, 40 years, we'll be looking back and it will be so unlikely I'll and so dead. crazy. That these two teams have made it as deep as they can. Yeah. You know how you see sometimes like, oh, this person hasn't kicked this many goals in a game in yeah. 18 since 1906. Yeah. It'll be that sort of stat. Hunch. I reckon. Uh, great. Gold Coast VFL. They're in the grand final. We're in the grand final, guys. That is, that is a weak suva. <laughs> Something that to cheer about. That is a very weak suva. Something to cheer about. Brighton against Werribee, who haven't made the grand final in like 25 years or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, That's exciting. Werribee versus Gold Werribee's Coast. Werribee's a very strong VFL team. Yeah, I think that's sick. I think Where Werribee versus Gold Coast is grass. Where is it being played? I don't know. Should I check? <laughs> yeah. I think I, I had it open, actually. It's at Icon Park. Oh, great. Classic. Yeah, we should go. I think they should do up Icon Park and make it like a proper new stadium. Yeah. I know it's Carlton's home ground, but I don't know. Make it like a brand new state of the art situation that's 20,000 seats yeah, or something. You know what I mean? Sick. Some nice, you know. I love that. We, we are that area. I'm always in Brunswick. It's a beautiful area. That park. Oh, I love Icon Park. Yeah, it is nice. Uh, last one, another week, Suva. But I just love where we are right now as far as looking. I know we have shat on England a lot at the start. But oh, Bristol. Bristol is the most beautiful place I've it's ever been to. where Banksy's from. Is it? Like driving, did you enjoy the view? Yeah, the view, yeah, the view yeah, very nice. There's a big river through the centre. I mean, I'd rather die than live here, but, you know, it's <laughs> yes. it's very, yeah, it does have a river there, yeah. It's just beautiful and gorgeous, so good on you, Bristol. All right, who gets both? Fuck. I mean, the oh. obvious ones. So, KO get another one. KO get it? They're, they're in the running for uh, overtaking me for leaving early. Yeah, the, the, at the end of this Please. year, they might... <laughs> They might get a Please. Hall of Fame induction. Yes. They're uh, certainly up there. Uh, that's the, I think. The, who was the first one, though? I said Butters, KO. Yeah, no, no. Yeah. KO, 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 yeah, sure. KO, KO. Great. And then Suva. 
I had a Subaru I wanted to add, but I don't remember what it was. You don't remember what it was? Yeah. I mean, yeah. There's probably a lot of players out there that probably deserve a Suva, but I sort of, if you're still in the finals, I still sort of feel like your Suva nomination's yet to come. Yeah. Like Walsh probably deserves a Suva nomination. Yeah, no, no, that's that's in, that's football stuff. Yeah, exactly. Now, this is more about delicious garbage. Oh, oh, can I add a, a Malaka? Sure, is yeah. Is Brian Taylor walking past the most famous wrestler in the world oh, Rhea, and her fiancé? Rhea Ripley, yeah. Yeah, Rhea Ripley, who <laughs> is um, yeah, the biggest fucking wrestler in the world. Yeah. No clue who she is. Yeah. And then Buddy Matthews, I think it's Buddy Matthews, her partner, uh, who is a AEW wrestler. Yeah. We were once in line with him, in, you weren't there, but in US Customs, the man is very, very big. <laughs> yeah. Um, come on, BT. Come on, BT. Don't be a knob. At least get that, listen to that buzzing in your ear at least. Yeah. Uh, give it to Sheasel. Yeah, good on you, Sheasel. Have you got headlines? I did three quickly. Yeah, I've got, I've got them. All right. What's your most likely? Uh... J- for Melbourne and Port, just big shit dogs yeah. all week. Yeah, I think so. If you're a Melbourne or Port fan, apart from us, turn that media off. Yeah, 100%. Not good for your health. By the way, quickly, I think we got a, quite a few right last week because Damien Hardwick did have yes, I, all the Hardwick stuff. The Saints offloaded. Yeah, yeah. I think oh, we no. got most of them. No, actually. we were very good. We were very good. Who's your most likely? Uh, someone, not pointing any fingers, will go with Port re signed Hinkley too early. Yeah. It's all, it's been around about, it's been discussed. Someone will go with it. Eat shit cane corns, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I know, honestly. Um <laughs> Yeah, my other likely one is uh it's just lots of things like Carlton fever. Yes. Yeah. We've got Carlton fever. That that's the same. We got blue fever. <laughs> I had that as well, but I had something like we'll see a headline like Carlton to carry momentum through the the Gabatoire. Yes. Yeah. Uh, what, uh, yeah, you got that one, the Carlton one. That was your other one. Yeah, and then uh, my bottom one. Yeah. Oh, you go. No, I don't have one. Well, my bottom one, unlikely was, and you've already dispelled this, was I didn't think we'd see a headline saying that GWS had been dogged because no one cares. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I'll go Goodwin sacked. Yeah. <laughs> Very uh, unlikely. Uh, you got any music? You've been listening to rock and roll music? Uh, I've been listening to a lot of King Giz, Giz this week, which is very boring. We talk about it often. Yeah. Have I shouted out Boris Brescia on this pod? No, you can. We. <laughs> that's a funny story. Yeah. Is house music for our show used to be this German house DJ. Yeah. Called Boris Brecker. Yeah. And uh, I was like, I like this. And Tom's like, well, we're going to the Sydney Meyer Music Bowl <laughs> to watch nine hours of hard Euro trance. Yeah. And so um, we went to Sydney Meyer Music Bowl on a Sunday evening. Yeah. And uh, and watched uh, Boris Brecker, which is this guy who wears a big like Commedia dell'arte mask, mask yeah. and it's just this for five hours. It was this, and and people of every age group, like old <laughs> women and young, everyone off their face, just like full trancing out in Sydney Maya yeah. Music Bowl to this for fucking literally four hours. Yeah. <laughs> just this. Yeah. It was good fun. So what I would say is if you are listen, looking for pop songs or or something that's catchy, don't go to Boris. But if you want to jog and you want to be hyped up on like, you know, repetitive music, chuck on some Boris. Boris has been like my gym music of, of choice on this tour. I've grown uh, since we mentioned uh, Luca Brasi. I love Luca Brasi yep. now. Go listen to Luca Brasi. Yeah, so good. Which song do you like? Uh, what do I like? I like Aeroplane. By Red Hot Chili Peppers. No, by Luca Brasi. Get Sad Seamates. Oh, do you know Get Sad Seamates? I have quite a few Luca Brasi tracks I love. They just seem like good lads. 
I think so. Yeah, absolutely. And going through some tough times. Yeah. Um, Russell Brand's a horrible man. Yeah. Russell Brand's a horrible man. And apparently our mate Sloss was the only one who would fucking go on record against him. Yeah. Disgraceful. Get sad, C-mates. Hey, enjoy the footy this weekend. We'll be back to preview the prelims. We're almost done. What a year of footy. I don't remember life before recording this podcast. (laughs) Bounce that pill. (laughs) 